I'm Shaq. And I'm Jack. And you're listening to Coffee with Shaq and Jack. The podcast where we're going to talk life, business, and probably, or most definitely, a bit of bullshit. Right. My coffee's finished before Coffee with Shaq and Jack has even started. Third time around doing this. So I hope everybody's well. If you're jumping on, please let us know where you're jumping on. From, and I'm going to try and get Jack in it because for some reason Instagram doesn't want us together and if you're listening on Spotify then we record all of our podcasts on Instagram and sometimes we have troubles like this. But Right, that then looked as if somebody was going to join. Is it going to let him in here? Right. Oh, Hello. Painful. This is absolutely fucking painful. Right. Okay, we're live then. Coffee with Shacky Jack number 10. Hopefully this one we can stick through right the way. Right, we'll I'm start from the beginning. I'm going to ask you that question again. So, how's your week been, mate? Talk to me. How's my week been? So, as I kind of got through on the last one, um, this week, this week's going well. And I think because it's more mentally going well, that seems, things seem to be going well. And it's something that stuck with me since like a few weeks ago, you said something. Um, and it, it stayed in my memory. And it was, you always used to be happy in the moment, Jack. Like you always used to appreciate what's now and you like echo to everyone, like just make sure you are happy now. Like don't give a shit what, you know, what your future is gonna be like, what your past can be like, you can't dwell on the past. So. Just, yeah, just focus on what is in front of you now. So I've been trying to do that. And, yeah, things just start to flow a bit better when you're mentally in the right place. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that a lot. Yeah, that's my week. Right. My week. I've hit the nail on the head pretty much every day for the last 14 days. And this weekend, right, I'm not I'm not part of this burnout culture. Like, I don't believe that burnout's a real thing. Like, I believe that... People used to work hard for years at a time and never get burnt out, so I don't understand yeah. where it works, a thing that. But this weekend, I will say, I feel very fucking tired. Like yesterday, right, Friday was all good, smashed it, and then yesterday, I was like, cool. I woke up at half past, no, I woke up at seven, I did a live with Jenny Reagan at half past seven, that was good, and then I went and trained jiu-jitsu, and then I come back, and I was like, Wow okay, my body doesn't want to do anything today, then. This is cool. Like, my body's just not doing anything. And then I slept for, like, 14 hours yesterday. And yeah. I woke up this morning, and I'm like, fuck, can I sleep anymore? <laughs> it was, like, 5 to 11. I was like, wow, can I sleep anymore? So, yeah, been a bit tired this weekend, but the actual week's been good. I've been getting shit done. But yeah, I wish I could have made more use of this weekend, but my body's telling me to slow down, so that's exactly what yeah. I've had to do. But um, yeah, talk to me. What stood out in your week? Because you what said you've been drawing. Week? What stood out? Um, what stood out in my week? I think it is kind of the mental side of things. Um, I've got sort of, well, it's not really anything for anyone listening at the minute, but there's there's things that are working in my business which have been absent for the first, for the last however many months. Things are working um, and I'm starting to see a lot of positivity and I'm trying to get the team together to work as a unit rather than to work just, you know, 
individually, like trying to get them together and echo our vibe loudly so that people actually see, um, you know, change can happen and you can change your life. You don't have to sit there living in the same monotonous cycle. Um, yeah, so that is kind of the main thing, just getting everyone together and making everyone work as a unit. Decent, decent, right. So, here's a thought that I've been pondering this week. I don't know how you feel about it. But the fact that you teach people how to treat you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think the way you kind of treat people and the way you kind of switch off as well. Like, people, when someone treat you, when someone does something to you, you can either react and throw your toys out of the pram or you can be like, oh, fuck it, I'm done with you. I'm not even going to deal with that sort of thing. Um, you can take both approaches, but if you go, fuck it, I'm not going to deal with it, I'm just going to walk away, that kind of shows that them, them that they need to walk away as well, like they shouldn't be reactive and that sort of thing. I do kind of get what you mean. Yeah, no, but more in the sense of like, you know sometimes you can feel like people are taking the piss at you? Yeah. Right. Well, we give every single person the opportunity to take the piss out of us. Like, People can only do to you what you allow them to do. And that's something yeah. I've been thinking a lot about this week. Like, yeah. I don't know. That was just one of my thoughts. Yeah, you teach people how to treat you. Elaborate on that. What does that sentence mean to you? Like, like I said, like, I've spent a lot of time, like, around, like, being violated, in all fairness. Like, I've spent a lot of time around friendship groups and around people that, like, have taken the absolute piss out of me. And I've just let it happen until, obviously, I made the big changes in my life. So, okay, up until a certain point in my life, I used to just let everybody take the piss out of me. Like, I don't know how that ever used to be okay, but the only way that used to be okay, because I used to let it be okay, right? And that's what happens when you let people get away with something once, and you don't bring something up the first time somebody does it to you. It then becomes... You, you then allow people to create habits at your cost, do you know what I mean? Like, you allow people to create habits that yeah, you don't yeah. like because you never said no the first time. So then when you say no the 400th time, do you know what I mean? Someone's like, well, fuck you. You've never been funny about that before. And yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, because they've done it once. Because they've done a liberty once, they feel like that isn't then normalised. And I suppose I was then going to say something of, like, along the lines of like just making it okay like when you do it once you make it okay to do it twice three four five six times like making it okay and you do that internally as well you do that okay with yourself you do that like with yourself as yeah. well like if you don't do something you've then made it okay to not do that thing if that yeah. makes sense like but it, like i see a lot of people talking about oh well i've got this one friend who just does this one thing that really pisses me off but, you know, I just let them get away with it. Or I have done so long where they do this one thing that makes me feel like shit. And, you know, they just do it and they don't really think anything of it. Well, no, they don't think anything of it because you've allowed them to think that it's okay upon. And obviously, like, everything... Uh, without sounding woo-woo, like, everything in our world starts with us, yeah? So I've been reading Happy Pocket Full of Money again for the last couple of weeks. But everything in your world starts with you. Okay, so, like... No experience happens unless you create it. Yeah. Does that make sense? So for people to be able to treat you like that, you've created that experience. And it's about le going back through to see where you allowed that to, be to become okay and to change it. Do you know what I mean? And I think people have got this thing, right? Here's another thing. 
It's like, don't judge people on the chapter of their life that you joined them at. And I think that is a pretty mad sentence. That's something else I've taken in this week. Like, you know when you meet someone and you're like, ah, oh, they're like this. Or people meet you and they're like, ah, oh, you're like this. When actually, like, you change a lot. And obviously, you only got one chance to make the first impression. Right. But for people to judge out and out, and for us to judge people out and out on that first take on them doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, people are constantly changing. Yeah, I thought that was something else that was interesting. This the week. only, and that's strange you say that because the only person, and I was then going to say something which I remind me of, but the only person that has ever seen you go through, obviously your whole life is your parents and obviously your family. Like they've got a say on it. But... And but not even that, they haven't. Like there's shit you did that you never told your mum you'd done. Like when you were younger, do you know what I mean? Like you've done shit that nobody knows you've done. So like everything that you've done. You're the only person that's seen it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody else knows you to the full extent that you know you, which I think is mad. And that basically comes, because I sat down with my missus the other day. I can't remember where we were. I think we might have been driving past my high school or something. And I looked at it, and I was like, that's mad, isn't it? Like, me and you look at this place in two completely different ways, because I can look at this building and know exactly what each classroom is. And, like, I'll have memories of certain teachers and everything and to you it's just a building do you know what i mean like because you never went there like it's just a building and i think that that's mad i was i was saying that to someone someone yesterday i was like i, I think we were oh, what were we? we were driving through the city right and i just go in it just isn't it mad to like just to be that person who had just visited your city for a day, like visited your area for a day. Like I'd love to see that through someone's eyes. Like I'd love to, you know, if you go to Cambridge or if you go to Birmingham, not for me, Birmingham, like that's not home right. to me. Like Man Manchester, any place like that, you look at it like, whoa, like oh, you try right, and like, explore everywhere. But here you're like, I don't want to explore everywhere. I know where every everywhere is. But then, so with that, oh no. Oh, there you go, you're back. You then, you then got to spin circle again. I started shitting myself. Oh, where was I then going to go? Um, I then had something to say. I'm going to see a spinning circle, and it ended everything. You want to explore? I was saying yeah, how you want to explore places. Well, so I've been doing, like, I did, I, tried, I attempted 75 hard at the start of the year. got, like, 50, 50 days through. Failed, whatever. But one thing I did stick with was my morning walk. Like, I started walking every morning, and I've stuck with that. It's still something I do. So for probably the past six months, I've walked the same lap every single morning, right? And so here's something I started to notice. It's like, I do the same walk every morning, but every morning it changes, depending on the mood that I do the walk in. And I think that's mental, right? Because nothing changes along that walk, apart from how many magpies I see in the okay. morning, but, Do you know what I mean? Nothing changes. But I see it different sometimes every morning. Like, some mornings I'll be like, oh, fuck off, Steve. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get wound up at certain things because of the mood I'm in. So when you look at it like that, nothing ever changes apart from your mood. Like, every morning we try and find something new on the walk now. Like, me and Chris, like, we'll try and, like, where the magpies are in the morning or, you know, a tree or something. Like, try and find something new every morning. And that's really refreshing to, like, try and look through new... Yeah eyes at, the, at it every day, do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And you send me magpies sometimes, you bastard. Tell everyone about your magpie superstition. The magpie, right? So anyone that watching, anyone that's watching, or anyone that's listening on Spotify or anywhere, really, I am probably the most superstitious guy you'd probably come across to the point where I jump around three drains, I walk over, I walk around scaffolding, like ladders, I'm not ever walking under a ladder. If someone tries to cross me on the stairs, I walk down to the bottom of the stairs, um, and I'm not crossing someone on the stairs. Um, two drains, no, three drains are okay, as long as you've spit on the last one. Um, <laughs> and magpies, you've got to salute every single magpie you sit. And yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like magpies are there at all, I, probably just notice them more when I'm going through a bit of a shit time in life. But they seem to be there every time. Every time I don't like magpies. They are there. Right. What was another one of the topics that we wanted to cover today? I've lost them. I haven't got my um, The topics we wanted to cover, judging your... Ju can you hear me? Yeah. Go. Judging yourself on a mission you made once. Oh, on a mission or on a mistake? On a mistake then. <laughs> yeah, you've done something good, and you're judging yourself. Yeah, judging yourself on a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone like you can't go through life without making mistakes. And the sooner you do start stepping outside your comfort zone and making mistakes, you're gonna lose followers. You're gonna lose people. People are gonna see your flaws. Some people are gonna warm to them flaws. Some people are gonna grow with you. Some people are gonna go, oh, Jack's not the person he's seems he was or that sort of thing do you so, know what I mean here's one okay so Ant Middleton obviously you know who Ant Middleton is yeah 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 cool so when he was um, so I read his first book ages ago but the last or the other two I've read in the, like the last two weeks but when he went to um so he went to jail for beating up a police officer yeah he done he got like 14 months but when he got the phone call for SAS Who Dares Wins from, like, Channel 4. He had to do a DBS check, but he never put down the fact that he went to jail. He was like, I don't want them judging me, like, on something I did once because they'll just cut me from the show. Do you know what I mean? So he didn't say anything. And then the show went live. And, like, after the first episode, everybody come out, like, newspaper headlines that he was in jail and everything. And, like, just got a whole load of abuse for it. And he's like, yeah, but the reason I didn't put it down is because I know that's not me. Like, yeah. I know I did that once, but that doesn't mean that that's who I am. So when, when the producers are ringing, he's like, what's this about you going to jail? And he's like, well, yeah, I did go to jail. So why didn't you tell us? Well, because I didn't want to be judged on It's like, okay. And then they were like, well, we would have supported you anyway. But yeah, it's that whole thing of like, <clears throat> he, do, you then, do you then see yourself as the person who beats up police officers? Do you know what I mean? Or do you know that you just did that once and, like, that's not who you are? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I like that. What happened with that? Did he manage to still secure his spot on that or did he not? Yeah, obviously, yeah. He, they did, like, seven series, didn't they? So, yeah. They said that we'd have supported you anyway. We just wish you'd have been straight up with us. And he was like, yeah, but I couldn't have took that chance. And they're like, fair no. enough. So, yeah. And me and, you, me and you both know that, like, you know, people can make mistakes. Like, I've been working with someone who's doing stuff on the inside, just doing a bit of PA work for him. And like, I'm speaking to that person, and that person seems like a completely different person to what I've sort of heard about. I remember 
bit of a weird... Like, this is going to go a bit left here and you're going to be confused. But I remember sitting down with some bloke who just served, like, 18 years. I must have been 14 or 15 at the time. And I met this bloke for the first time. I didn't really know who he was, but I got chatting to him. And, yeah, he was on, he was in a Cat D prison and he was doing, like, his last 18 months of an 18-year sentence for murder. And, like, you can see that that's not the person who he is. He's like, I killed a person. And when he says that, his eyes go blank. Right. And another one, this one, I don't really know what I should talk about, but I'm going to because this is the, Shack and, the Coffee with Shaq and Jack podcast. Like, I know... I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody's got a husband who's in, no, who's now out of jail. When, when she met him, he was in jail, okay? But he's in jail for setting fire to his mum's house. And he killed his mum and his little sister. Like, he set fire to their house and killed them. Right, yeah. but now how do you, like, how, and now he's got a daughter. Okay, so how do you explain to your daughter one day that you killed her nan? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that thing of, like, how do you own mistakes that are that big? Or do you still hold yourself? Like, do you still identify with mistakes that are that big? Does that make sense? I think, obviously, it's, it's one of those situations <laughs> where you can literally never... Yeah, you can't ever... You can't ever judge how you're going to react. But obviously the best case scenario, I guess, is just showing the world that you are a different person or showing your world that you, you know, you weren't that, you, like, you've got to be mentally ill. You've got to be mentally ill to do that. Like, unless it was like a, I think you've just not got to be able, I think you've got to have very loose control of your emotions. Like, I don't, I don't. This is what I was getting at yesterday as well. I, I think something like this come up with me and Tori, and I was just like, I don't see how someone has that switch to then be like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like how can you all of a sudden yeah. make it, like, do you know what I mean? Like, anyone could walk down the street and go to prison tomorrow, like, anyone. But it only takes that one person to actually do something, you know, and hurt someone or do something else, and then you're in prison. Like, I think what does it take? Like it takes, here's what it takes. It takes being raised with no consequences. So, like, when I was raised, I was told that, like, everything had a consequence. Like, that was always my thing. Like, from doing Taekwondo and, like, learning how to fight, it was always, like, you don't fight because the power that you've got to fight, right, like, the, the ability you've got within you to fight could hurt somebody. So, therefore, you don't fight. But I think when you're raised without that and it's just who's the hardest, do you know what I mean? I think that can sometimes happen. But yeah, judging yourself on mistakes that you've made in your past. I mean, is there anything that at night you still like cringe about? You're going to shouldn't have done that. Or are you completely free at the minute, do you think? I'm not free, no. I don't know if anyone else, anyone's free. Well, they can, I don't know. But well, I don't think I've got anything at the moment that I've done. Like, some days, like, you know when you used to go out on a Saturday night and you'd wake up on the Sunday and it'd be like, fuck, I wish I could just forget that I did that. No, because I don't really... 
No, you don't have to drink. You know, there are things that are, there are things that I'm uncomfortable about me that I want better, like that sort of thing, like things I want to be better at, but not necessarily. Right, we're there. You're back. You're back. You're back. We're there. Back. What? I'm here. You're here. I'm, I'm here. here. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there are things that I want to be better at. There are things that I lay in bed and think like, oh, I want to be better at this, want to be better at this. Like, yeah, like that. I just want to keep improving my ability. But at the end, like when it comes to regrets and things that I've done in the past, like we've all done them for a reason. And we made that decision at that time for, because it was in our head, it was the best decision to make. Yeah. Like we, we, we all make... I don't know. Real, there's no point in having regrets. That you know in your head isn't the best decision and then you've done it anyway. Yeah, but then you've done it for a reason. You've done it because yeah. you felt it in your heart. Everything's like, always got a reason. Exactly. Like, if you feel it in your head, you feel it in your heart. Like, it's like sometimes your head will say, tell you to do one thing. And... But I'm stubborn as fuck anyway. Like, I'm really, really, really stubborn. Like, if someone says I won't, do, can't do something or I'm not going to do something or I'm not, allowed, not allowing you to do something, I'll do it. And I, I don't really... I shouldn't, but at the same time, I should. Like, I don't... I don't feel bad for that at all. Like, I don't feel no. bad for... If my parents say... The other day, let's give an example of the other day, right? So, it comes to the vaccine and I got a letter through the door and my dad goes, the NHS one thing's here, Jack. I was like, yeah, I've got a text. He was like, are you going to do it? So I haven't really thought about it too much. Like I've thought thought about doing it, and I was all for getting it, but then I don't know now. Since people have said a few things, I need to go online and I need to research it a little bit more. And my dad goes, "You got to get it done." And instantly that made me go, "I, I don't want it done. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to get it done now, am I? Even Why if, did even you have if to say I that? might have got it done, now I'm not. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it instantly makes me like, yeah. Yes, I am. So yeah, that's... I mean, I don't want to sit on the topic too much, but my missus was meant to go and get hers done last Saturday, and then like out of the blue, she's like, "No, I'm not getting it done." But with your Asia travels, do you think yeah. you've got a choice? Um, this is the only thing. If I haven't got a choice, then I'll have to get it done. Like, I'm not. And that's how I feel. Like, if I need it to go, if I need it to go to the other side of the world, then like here's my arm. But if not, then no. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Like I don't. I don't know, I'm not too... I haven't really thought too much into it and it's not really a topic I can speak about and be knowledgeable about because I don't know anything about it. I don't know the implications. I don't know the implications of not having it or having it. Like, it's just... I haven't really spent time thinking about it. So if someone asks me, I'm like, I don't know. Well, I just spent time and here was my only thought. My thought was like, well, right now I'm healthy. Yeah. So, so what? Like, if right now I'm all right, then what do I need to put anything in my body for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I feel. Only way right. I'm having it is if they don't let me leave this shit to it. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Um, anything else? Talk to me. Anything else? Right, well, let's, let me get the list up. So this week... Um, there's all my mistakes. Self-awareness, being aware. This is what I like as well. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off topic here. Though. It's kind of it's linked. Just but fucking talk. Owning the shit that you do like owning it like you look so much better you look so much worse if you don't own it if you sit there and someone goes let's let's say for example right you say to someone have you had a drink you had a, have you had a drink of alcohol and they go no 
and then like I was and then ask again, have you had a drink of alcohol? Yes. Like you look stupid. Like you, you look go, fucking stupid. If you so say stupid. if you say have you had a drink and they go, Yeah, I've had a drink and what? Instantly you're like, Okay, cool. Or well, like, have you done this? Do you know what I mean? Like when you're meant to have done something and somebody asks you if you've done it and you haven't done it. Yeah, yeah, I did it a little bit, but just say no. If the answer's not yes, one hundred percent just say no. And people yeah. owning their shit. Like I it's admirable to see people owning their shit and there was a picture went around this area. Um, yeah, there was there was something that went around this area, right, including two guys, um, and they're quite well known guys. And something happened, and now, like, that guy is now owning what he done and owning his shit um, and putting pictures on his story. This, of whole, him at, this him, is a horrible conversation. Him at different <laughs> events. Like he's now, he's now owning his shit and it's admirable to see. Not like that. Not like that. This, but yeah, it's, like, that is a horrible conversation. It. Like when you've done something, if you own it, it looks so much better than if you just... It does look better, but there's some things in life that's hard to own it. And what, yeah. That's that is hard to own, but yeah, <laughs> mental. Um, <laughs> but yeah, self awareness and that ability to own your mistakes, right? I feel like that's an ego thing, isn't it? Like that whole not being able to is more what other people think of you than what you're actually thinking yourself. And I noticed that, right? Like, how can I word it? You know, when you do something. Right, and you've got proper intrinsic reason for doing it. So, like, you do something simply because you want to do it. Right, but then somebody else will go on like they've done it just because they want to be able to have the feeling of having the result. Do you know what I mean? And you did it for the actual process. Does that make sense? No. No? Oh, okay, 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 yeah. You're doing it for, yeah, you're doing it for the change. I guess. Right, so you've done it for the change, but somebody else wants to come and darken your cloud by telling you they've done the exact same thing when they haven't, just for the result. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, they'll shit on your parade. Rain on yeah. your parade. Just, just for sheer fun of it. But how do you feel about self-awareness? And do you feel that you are self-aware? Be self-awareness, okay. I feel like I'm, yeah, I, I know what I need to do and I know what I don't need to do. Um, self-awareness the the opposite to it is ignorance isn't it I suppose like you, I know what I need to get done but it's just getting there and getting it done like as long as you're aware as long as you you know what you're doing like like when you're sort of explaining to, a problem to, to the person or if you're venting your problems to someone and they go they always say as long as you're aware like you're aware that's that's where it starts yeah, like, that's the first, that is the first solution then the first solution is awareness. I feel like I'm very aware of things that need to get done, um, but there's just a lot. What about your personal thing. traits and habits, though? Like, personal besides, traits. like, getting stuff done, like, actually, your awareness with your moods and, like, with the way that you snap and the way that you speak, like, how do you feel like you are? I'm not, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm not aware of that. I'm not aware of that. Like, I actually... I suppose I'm not aware in the time of it. Yeah. At the at the point of it, I'm not aware. Like at the point of it, I'm all right. Like I'm right. Like when it happens, I'm right. There's no other. There's no other way. I'm saying I'm wrong. But and it'd be nice to sit there and it'd be nice to have that where I'm like blunt 
like I'm just blank to people and I don't sort of react and I don't do any of that. It'd be nice to be like that. And I will, I do realize it in like the next day or the next day it does come back and you do kind of reflect on it. But at the time, I don't know, like you say, you feel like you're doing something for the right reason. So you? my self-awareness is a lot better than my self-control. Right. Yeah. So I will know that say I'm talking to somebody or I said something that I know isn't quite right or I know I shouldn't react like that, but it's just in me to react like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can be aware that this isn't the right... This isn't the right reaction. And then I'll go and give that reaction anyway, simply because I've not got the control not to. Does that make sense? Like, that's what I'm working on. More self-control than self-awareness. Because I feel like I am quite self-aware, even in the moment. Like, I can almost predict what my what my move is going to make somebody else do. I can predict it, but I still can't stop myself from doing it most of the time. Like, I'm getting better at it, and I'm learning to. Like, if I have an argument with my mum or something happens, or, you know, I've got some other family that are causing me fucking massive headaches, that, you know, but, like, I can, like, I can know that I'm not doing the right thing and then still do it anyway. That's something that, yeah. I suppose it's knowing you're right from wrong, isn't it? It's knowing, knowing what's right and what's yeah. wrong. Like, I think we've both been growing up and we've both grown up in the way to know what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it comes down to. Like, you know what's right and what's right. What's right? What's you right? What's that right wall. That wall behind you. Yeah. yeah. This board. This board. But, yeah, I think it's more self-control than self-awareness. But, I like I I feel like I do everything for the right reason. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Like I have this massive fucking conversation in my head constantly. Like no one else com com like no one else converses more with me than me. Like yeah. I'm constantly. I don't know. I'm gonna jump off topic quick. You know these what? people who haven't got internal dialogue. How the fuck does that work? Like I I don't have a space. Like, this is it. Like, how do people not talk to themselves? Or, like, how do people not have a voice inside their head to talk to them? Because I've met a girl like that. I can't remember where I met her. But I met her somewhere, and we got talking. And, like, it was a really random conversation. And, is her like, name Tori? No. No, she, <laughs> she just puts everything outside. She doesn't have the internal <laughs> conversation. She just says it all in, like, real life. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was speaking to this girl. I can't remember where it was. And she's like, yeah, I've got no voice inside my head. Like, when people say they talk to themselves, I don't know what they're talking about. Like, I can't do it. It's like, what? She's like, yeah, it's a real thing. Like, here's a whole face Facebook group for people who have got no voice inside their head. I was like, this is fucking crazy. So they don't review any of their actions? Or are they well, like, smart enough to... So they do, but, like, they don't... Oh, I can't really remember how she described it to me. It was weird. It was fucking so weird. Like, she heard... Like, she can't have that dialogue with herself. She just knows what to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no conversation that just takes place. It's just, like, weird. But, yeah, anyway, carry on with what you are going to say. That just came up. That's strange. I don't know what I was saying, to be fair. Nah? I can't remember what I was on, what I was saying. Um... It's self control and self awareness. Self control, you, Tory, don't know. I'm not too anyway. sure where you're at. 
Anyway. I think we well, I think we need to wrap it up because football's on in an hour and 15 minutes and I think we've both got to get there as well. <laughs> yeah. Where are you watching it? Uh, Elsham. Elsham? Elsham. Which means, yeah, so not... What's really big old Shaw? <laughs> What's it? Shaw? I don't know what you mean. That's a big old Shaw. Elsham. I know, I know. I thought it's you said a big old Shaw. So I was like, it's nowhere near the sea. You're a dickhead. Right. Sweet. I hope everybody has a wicked Sunday. If you're watching football, then enjoy. Jack, give us an outro. Go. Um, yeah, if you're watching on Spotify, share it with a friend. Hit the follow button. Get it out there. Get it out to someone who you can think can take value. Um, any other platform, do the same. Um, yeah, get it on your story as well. Let us know you're watching it. Or let us know you're listening to it. Um, and tag us in it directly. Yeah. Other than that, it's been lovely speaking to you all. And, um, Wicked, care. right. And we'll see you all next week. Episode 10, Romeo done. Cheerio.